Oh, hey, look at that, everyone. We're back live on ITV Live Talk Show Thursdays. There's Greg Lineweber. Greg, how's it going this evening? Greg? I don't, I don't think the, the monitors turned up back there. All right. There well, we go. Here we go. Here I am, and this is the multiversal news. Darren, are we live yet? Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, uh, now you'll notice that the first part of the show was a part of a rerun. It's because we're running a little bit late. Because, uh, well, uh, the reason we're late is because we're talking about marijuana. Yeah, that's right. And so things have gotten a little bit goofy here. And why are they goofy? Well, that's none of your business. Um, we're going to talk about pot and pot legalization ego issues. Um, folks, uh, uh, ex-Secretary of State under Ronald Reagan, George Shultz, has uh, been uh, taking part in a comprehensive uh, global meeting on the issue of uh, drug legalization. And uh, the UN has agreed, and George Schultz is one of the signatories on this agreement, that uh, uh, drugs should be all legalized, that we should stop the war on drugs. It's been a huge, massive failure. Uh, not only have we stopped the, failed to stop the flow of any drugs at all, except for some, um, a little bit here and there. Uh, basically, there's drugs all over the place, and you can get them just practically anywhere. If you're having trouble finding them, well, go try one of your local bars and just ask around. I'm sure you'll be able to find whatever the hell you want. And why? Because the war on drugs is a sickening, perverse, grotesque, ugly, dumbass failure. It's a ridiculous waste of time and money. In fact, uh, we're spending billions of dollars on this. If we were to end the war on drugs and end the prosecution and release all the prisoners involved with drug trafficking, uh, you know what would happen? We would have a gigantic, huge amount of money that we could uh, uh, send to, towards settling the national debt. Uh, how's that sound? Sound like a good idea? Or, oh, no, it's time to get overly afraid because people might be, be doing drugs. Folks, I'm gonna imagine, I want you to imagine what it would be like if uh, Roosevelt had uh, not uh, changed the uh, amendment that made alcohol illegal. Um, the, uh, Roosevelt ended prohibition. What do you think our world would be like now if our world was inundated with alcohol all over the place and, and having it still be illegal and people still being jailed for it even though it was everywhere? Well, uh, it would be a sickening, sick world that would be, we'd be in, no doubt about it. It would be uh, grotesque. Uh, there's an alternate universe, universe 002107, in which uh, this is a perfect case in point. Alcohol is still illegal. Uh, in fact, lots of things are illegal, including tobacco. And uh, the world is based on complete, total dysfunctionality. All the police officers are bought off and... Uh, well, let's face it, uh, the drugs are everywhere, but so is the crime, and the prisons are half full. I mean, full of half the people in the United States. That's called a dysfunctional system. And, of course, the slave labor is profiting greatly from this. This is why drugs are still illegal right now. It's because the, of uh, uh, profiteering from 
uh, labor from prisoners. Now, you may think, oh, those dirty prisoners don't deserve to make any money uh, making stuff. Well, what's really happening here is that uh, they're competing for you and your job. They're going to fire you from your job and give it to some prisoner who will work for pennies on the, uh, for an hour. Sound great? Of course it doesn't. Anyway, folks, George Shultz, the ex-Secretary of State for Ronald Reagan, just recently said that the UN has concluded that the war on drugs has been a colossal failure. Okay, now you're probably wondering who my next guest is going to be. Hello, how you do? Nice to meet you. Yeah, mine isn't, so I, had, I do have to hold it next to my mouth. Matt, glad to meet you. Who are Matt? Uh, let's get a camera in on you. We're uh, we got a laissez-faire attitude here towards uh, work today because hey, uh, we're talking about uh, hemp, possible hemp legalization. I've I've been discussing with the television audience here the supreme, incredible failure of the war on drugs. It has been a complete, grotesque, ugly failure. Yeah, uh, the amount of money we're wasting on trying to enforce this law has been incredible amounts of money. And, of course, that, that has driven up the price of drugs, and therefore the police officers are all corrupt. Now, no, not all of them, but there's a significant amount of them that are corrupt. The, the government agencies are corrupt. There's corruption going all the way up and down the level of authority of police cops, commissioners, uh, and, of course, it's really corrupt even more so within the United States government itself. Because, you know, you're, you're wondering, how come the drugs aren't being stopped? They don't want to stop them. They're letting them come through. In fact, they're, they're giving kickbacks to, the, to certain individual gangsters. Now, they're fighting some of them, but they're, the, they're called competition. They're not fighting all of them. Definitely money in, in the opposition. Yeah, the yeah. ones that, are, that aren't bribing your local uh, uh, commissioners at the DEA are the ones that are... Um, um, are, are ones getting the money and the, and the drugs in here. Anyhow, nice to know that we live in a totally corrupt society. So, right? so Greg, why don't we introduce our guest? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, anyway, this is my guest. Uh, could, why don't you tell the audience who you are and what you're doing right now? My name is Matt, Matt Harmon. I uh, am the uh, office manager of the Washington State Cannabis Group. Uh, we are a uh, clinic over in Shoreline. We help patients get their authorization for the use of cannabis based on their, uh, their conditions. Great, great. Well, that's that's a very good work that you're doing here. Uh, what uh, what exactly? How did this come about? I mean, I thought uh, uh, drugs were illegal. Well, it's uh, drugs are illegal. I mean, drugs are always bad unless uh, it's it's for a good cause and for your health. I mean, this is this isn't necessarily a drug of a uh, narcotic substance that's man-made that's going to do damage to oh, your yeah. in, well, insides. This is a natural herb yeah. Yeah. that that is has huge amounts of medicinal properties, um, a lot of which we still don't even know in the, in the CBN category. So um, yeah, there, it's, it's something that's definitely beneficial for a lot of people for, for uh, pain, uh, lots, of, lots of pain and nausea and, and definitely. Yeah, lot, lots of proven effects have Certainly. proven to be good. And this is, this is why people are, have voted to legalize it because uh, it's uh, proven to be effective. Now, uh, I have a lot of questions here that I, I can't wait to, to ask you ab about this. I've been doing a little bit of my research on this. And no, it's not the research that you might think I've been doing. No, not that kind of research. Although I've done some of that, too. <laughs> um, You've got to try it out. 
Well, yeah, I used to be a pot smoker when I was very young, and uh, I've uh, been there off and on even in my adult life. Now, I can uh, say there's def uh, significant differences between using it rec recreationally and, and for uh, medical purposes. Yeah, if you're a, a cancer, uh, if you're fighting cancer, it's one of the best ways to keep your keep you alive. Sure. Because it, it helps you to fight off the nausea so that you can eat, uh, which is pretty tough to do when you're being bombarded by whatever it is that they're using to kill the, the uh, cancer that's also killing you. Now, uh, let's talk about the initiative to decriminalize marijuana. Uh, first of all, why decriminalize it? Don't we want to legalize it, like Peter Tosh said? Well, uh, I suppose there's uh, advantages in all, all ways of, of getting um, cannabis out there to the people. We could either uh, <clears throat> legalize it altogether, which, I mean, that would be great, but there's, there's no way to really... Um, regulate that for the government you know yeah yeah it's anybody could grow it so um if we wanted to decriminalize it that would be great that would be a, a step forward towards that direction of, yeah. of legalization really um decriminalizing is 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 taking it into a realm of recreational use whereas if we keep it in the medical field and it's just for medical purposes yeah. um you know i'm all for for recreational use as well uh, I think it, it serves for many other purposes, but hey, um, this is right now mostly for um, medical use, and that's that's really where it's at is, is getting the relief for the patients right now. So are you in favor of taxing pot? Well, I'm in favor of, of everybody um, benefiting from, from cannabis, and, and if that's where the government is able to benefit and and help society and the economy then great if if that's the way it's going to go uh, sure let's let's tax it um and it can be used uh to help our, our city and stuff yeah well but, we'd be doing ourselves a big huge favor if we legalized it now of course now when i say legalize there are two different ways of looking at legalization one you get it legalized and you can grow it whenever you want to and the government stays off your back for good and two uh, it's legalized only for ADM to grow, and they uh, make ge genetic mutations to uh, poison your system with uh, and make money off of you and, uh, of course, bribe the congressman. Uh, that's, and then it would be sold only at uh, places uh, that the state deemed was uh, uh, allowed to be sold and no one else could grow it. That would be legalization in a sort of sick and twisted way which uh, a lot of people, I assume you're probably against Oh, yeah, that. I mean, that's going towards Big Pharma. I mean, they're, they want yeah. their hands in it as well. They're, they're obviously trying to uh, use places that are uh, medically inclined for the use of cannabis to uh, use those um, growing techniques to, to extract their properties to make their substances. Um, but definitely, yeah. yeah. So what do you think of the Seattle <laughs> Times endorsement of legalization of marijuana? Do you think they're... Hey, I mean, they might have some people that, ha that have uh, medical problems as well, or they might just have be a bunch of uh, pot-smoking uh, hippies, Rich. but hey. <laughs> Who uh, knows? I, I love the guys. They're, they're I, don't, I don't think the Blethens are... Um, they're, all, they're all great. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. I think they're probably more like the medical pharma I, I love the people, but never mind. Okay, uh, is pot something... Uh, now, in the State Department right now, they're trying to figure out what to... to, how, to how, how do you equate... I mean, do you equate pot as more like booze or more like coffee, you know, when, when you're writing up legal 
legislation for it. A lot of people are trying to compare pot to alcohol. Well, it's definitely not alcohol. I mean, I suppose if you want to look at it like alcohol, I mean, it's going through the same prohibition type um, stance in the government. But um, as far as, as using it, I would say it's it's more along the lines of uh, just any other natural herb that you could possibly use. Um, I'm, naturopathic doctors use other herbs and, and uh, Chinese medicines as well for uh, for helping people's problems, anxieties, yeah. and, and so forth. So I, I'd say it's along those lines. You know, it's a natural herb that, that just helps heal. Okay. Uh, are, so are you, are you in favor of legalization of it completely, or do you think maybe it should just stay decriminalized? I'd say I, I'm, I'm for, the, uh, for legalization in the future. I think it has a, uh, a long ways to go before it can be legalized, and that's for a, lo a lot of different factors. I mean, money-wise... Money there, there's got to be some kind of regulation on what's going on so that there isn't, um, you know, uh, people up, up marking, just like the, 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 um, the prescription in industry. You know, we yeah. don't need people oh, paying yeah, hundreds a, of dollars for, <laughs> for just a little small amount of medicine. Yeah. You know, it's something that you can grow yourself. So, definitely. Okay. All right. Uh, so, what, what do you envision the le regulations being on a legalized marijuana as opposed to just uh, a decriminalized marijuana? What, what, what do you think the different issues here are? Uh, well, I'd say decrim is, is going to be a step towards legalization in the long run. So if we can get it decriminalized, then it's going to help people um, in our, on our areas um, get used to being able to uh, have a stable market of, of that interaction of, of having um, somebody dispensing that medication and, and then being able to obtain it. Yeah. Now, there was a bill that, that recently got vetoed by uh, Gregoire. Thanks, Christina. Thank that, you. Yeah. Uh, that uh, pretty much put the nicks on. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> on, uh, what, what's, what has this caused? I mean, there was a, a bunch of uh, gray areas in the law that this were going to be addressed. Uproar. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, could I'd you explain what some of the gray areas are and what, what problems this is causing for you? And, and I, I've heard of some dispensaries being busted in, in Spokane. Well, this is going to be causing problems in two areas, really. Uh, first, the doctor's side of things and then the dispensing side of things. Uh, for doctors, uh, you know, we're, we're a group. We have multiple doctors that come through our, our clinic, and we help patients get their authorizations. Um, and, and through our group, we are called the Washington State Cannabis Group. Uh, but the law is going to be changing so that we can't advertise anything to do with cannabis, which means now we're going to have to change our business title um, and, and change our structure as well. They, they, we can't have um, clinics that are solely doing this as a specialty. Uh, we now have to offer other services as well, more primary care is what they want to see, which is even more ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this is a, spe is a specialty. You know, if, uh, if a doctor wants to become a foot and ankle doctor, that's going to be a special uh, area that they're going to focus on where we're trying to uh, specialize yeah. in that in that field um so does this mean all doctors have to allow pot to be uh bought at their offices no um oh it's just for you this is just something to harass you right well no not, not just us i mean there's other clinics like ours where that's all they do is solely uh, well, i didn't mean you personally just your company i mean all across the street all dispensaries are being screwed with right now well yeah so the, on the dispensing side of things they're, they're going to be changing things even uh, for them as well where they're not going to be able to help patients uh, for uh, more than 
15 days in between each patient and so forth. So it's going to be kind of pretty ridiculous. You can't service only two patients per month and, and make a living that way. And you can't, uh, you know, help all of the patients that we have by only helping two patients a month. So it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, there's definitely going to be a rally on uh, Monday and Shoreline at the City Hall um, at 7 p.m. Uh, where we're going to be rallying to uh, hopefully get our um, our dispensaries to be able to stay open up there. They're trying the cities are trying to run them out. Yeah. So um, yeah. if everybody can get their sport to to go, that's going to be great. This is a question up from the producers booth. How's it going, Matt? This Hello, is Darren. Great. great. Good. Uh, quick question for you. Do you think that this maybe this push? And I I don't know much about the laws behind it, but. Um, you seem to be pretty well versed on it. Do you think it's a push to maybe have this, have it not be a dispensary type business, but more go to a personal growth operation? I, I believe the current law allows people to grow up to eight plants in their home if they have a, a, a prescription. Currently, you can grow up to 15 plants. 15, okay. Right. Um, and if you're going to do that, you usually have to structure it in a, in a way that you're only getting so much at a time. Um, okay. <clears throat> but I, I would say it, it would be good to have it... Um, I wouldn't say that that's what they're trying to do is make it where you're a, you have to grow it at home because you know there there's patients multiple sclerosis patients that, cancer patients yeah. those, those people can't do it on their own you're right it's, it's ridiculous people that, that don't do even have the startup money I mean it takes a lot of money to be able to afford the lights and, and the potting equipment and all of that to be able to set up your 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 garden and so if True people that. don't have the resources to be able to do that they need somewhere that they can go yeah. a place that they can stop by and for you know a small amount of fee um, that they're able to obtain the medication that they need yeah I mean, just like any other um walgreens or, or well, whatever I, that they I, go to i think this goes back to, to sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there i'm sorry this i think this goes back to good old ordinary corruption our governmental system is so corrupt right now that the very idea of allowing someone to grow pot to help somebody through an illness is terrible because uh, then they won't be able to reap money off of a totally corrupt system and it really is what's happening i mean if you don't think it's happening, go ahead, close your eyes, and turn on Mayberry of RFD again, and go back to those times when you think something like that just could never happen here. And it's been happening since Mayberry of RFD. And Greg, your field of work. What do you What do you do again? You're yeah. a caretaker, correct? Yeah, yeah I'm a and, caregiver. And you know, if 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 it was within your power, do you think your client? I, maybe you can't. I can't answer this, but. Do you think this would help or benefit your client, that the legalization uh, of marijuana? Well, she's got Alzheimer's ah, okay. so bad that she's not able to even talk or function. So I would say no. In this case, she does, it's not suffering any major pain or illness, and she has no problem eating. So my particular client, no, that she'd have no benefit off of marijuana. And I, and I'd be more than happy to honestly say that. because it's not for not, everybody. It's not for everybody. That's yeah. right. Uh, now, the question I should have asked you when you first walked up here is why don't you tell me something about your organization, how you got started, and how you got into the business? And, and um, uh, well, I used to I used to work over at the Hemp and Cannabis Foundation uh, for a little while. Um, great place, great guys. Um, but I uh, I wanted to help lower um, the prices and and make it easier for these patients to get through there. And um, it wasn't what they were looking to do. So. Um, you know, I think that was at the time before there was a whole bunch of clinics like ours. So I, I ended up hooking up with some other people and, and opening up this other clinic over in Shoreline. And we've helped a lot of patients uh, with our naturopathic doctors after they changed the law last June. And it's been great. Yeah. Oh, that's good. What do you... Uh, it's $99 for our appointments versus 
everywhere else. That's great. But we are very strict to the law. I know. I don't know if anybody else saw the, the news um, report the other day where 15 out of 20 clinics uh, don't even care if you have medical records. We are definitely one of those five that do. Oh, good. And we are very strict <laughs> to what they say. Well, it's a, probably a good idea considering the ramifications because right now I, I suspect that there's a uh, going to be a huge backlash from the forces that be corrupt as they are to uh, shut down a lot of people like Certainly. you. Certainly. Because uh, from what I've been hearing in the grapevine is that ever since California uh, decriminalized it, the price of pot has plummeted <laughs> all across the country. Um, and uh, this, of course, is uh, hurting the pocketbooks of corrupt uh, people out there. I'm sorry it's true, folks. Just accept it. Happens. Yeah, so and, and this is uh, the backlash is occurring. Because of this, I mean, uh, you've even got the Obama administration uh, telling their own FDA to be coming after people like you. Uh, do, uh, do you have any contingency plans for the big bad wolf if uh, they start knocking on your door? I mean, I'm I'm welcoming them to come if they're if that's the case. I um, you know, I can't really stop them if they're gonna come check us out. But we have paperwork. We're pretty strict, like I said, to the law. Yeah. So I, I'm really not worried about what we have because we don't have any any medication there on hand right, or but, anything. But you're so. talking about state law, though. I mean, you're obeying state law, but according to the United States government, you're still a a big bad criminal, and they're gonna try to lock Why you so? up. Why so? We're a doctor's office. We don't prescribe medicine. We recommend its use. And if those yeah. patients are able to use that recommendation to defend themselves in the court, then that's what it's about. And if, yeah. and if they need to uh, call in our doctors to defend them with that recommendation, then we're there for you. What do you think will be the the uh, outcome if uh, the DEA comes in and swoops in and tries to shut you guys down? Will you guys be able to win in court? Even oh, though certainly. it's state law and not national law, I, I believe so. I mean, like I said, we're we're pretty on it. So I, if if they came through, we wouldn't really have any problems being able to make sure our our uh, eyes are dotted and t's across. Okay, well let's let's let me ask you an honest question here. If this got taken all the way up to the Supreme Court, how do you think the Supreme Court would rule on it? That's a good question. You know. Um, <laughs> I, I Judging know. by some of the rulings, you'd think they'd probably all been stoned for many years now, but uh, who knows? Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't answer that one. Uh, you know, it's really funny. I mean, I would like to say the the five right wing justices are easy to predict, but in a case like this, maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe there would be some divisions within the the uh, hierarchy over there at the Supreme Court. Well, with some of the uh, world leaders all now, you know, preaching that we should definitely get on th on the bandwagon for the for the use of cannabis, I would say maybe they they'd be for it now if it came up to their their decision. So, hey. Well, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it strictly for this one and very important reason. It's a huge colossal waste of money to continue to jail people for marijuana. I That's mean, absolutely right. We're we're not stopping the flow. The system's totally corrupt. The only difference between this and alcohol is that pot's not killing as many people as alcohol. That's the only difference. Otherwise, this. Uh, How many reported deaths? Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Thousands, thousands, hundreds of thousands. And for died. cannabis? Zero. Oh, man. Yeah, Zero. Not, not a single one. And, Zero. And, and, uh, it has yet to be reported that anyone has ever died from lung cancer from right. smoking pot or from eating brownies or from anything else. It's, uh, it's a pretty safe drug. So, naturally. Eventually, it's going to be legalized, but at what cost? How long is it going to take for our society to say, okay, um, do you think that maybe it's the, the younger people are, are going to be more likely to legalize it? Because that's what I thought when I was young, 
and we didn't. I, I would say after the, uh, the the baby boom generation is it hits its peak there, then uh, the, the younger generation is going to be definitely a lot more keen to, to legalizing cannabis. Uh, just yeah, well, that's what we thought. Well, I mean, the, with the internet <laughs> age and, and and the technology that we have now, things it just it's it's becoming um, a lot well, more I, widely accepted. I'd I hope say. you're right. I I would like to to. See uh, the colossal money that we're wasting on this being put towards settling the national debt. It's an educational factor right now. If we can educate these people yeah. that believe right now that they're making money after uh, putting these people into jail, if if we can educate them that there's more money in protecting these people for their for their medication and so forth, yeah. then then that's really where it's at. You know? Well, I agree with you. Now let's ask. May I ask some more questions about your organization? Sure. Um, what if everything goes well do you have any plans for growth are you going to open up new other clinics elsewhere and well certainly i'd love to i mean uh, if, if everything were to go well and and 50 states were to all uh, uh have medical cannabis then i would want to put one place and at least one clinic in every state but wow. uh you know that's that's in a, in, a, in a long run for us right now, we're still in our, our first year so that, yeah <laughs> that's pretty ambitious so. yeah that, that is ambitious but uh, I guess just staying alive in these uncertain times is, is pretty strange. What, what would they, what what is what kind of bills are they bringing up here, and what is uh, do you think uh, Greg War is going to keep stopping this stuff, be, keep vetoing it, or, or what do you think the, the future is? Well, Greg War has already stated that she's for the use of cannabis and she's for safe access. She just wants to make sure that nobody else is going to be getting in trouble, as she says, getting arrested and, and the state um, uh, officials being thrown in jail. That's, That's I think, absolutely ridiculous. No federal government, or our federal government has done that to no state so far. It's it's absolutely absurd that, that she thinks it's going to happen now, um, but well, that's, that's a strange thing for her to say while vetoing this one law that was supposed to clear all that up. Did right. she, how did she manage to uh, figure that or You know, there's, there's lobbyists it? for both sides, and uh, I, I can't say who says what, but uh, I'm, I'm sure she has to listen to both parties. I wonder if she's getting a big kickback from some drug dealer somewhere. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> no, well, I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> It By the way, I'm wearing uh, my green tie today. I thought you audience might appreciate the sim symbolism behind it. Um, I definitely like it. It's stylish. Uh, I remember once back that they did a test in Texas. They uh, compared, uh, they had three groups of people. So, uh, one group of people drank, one group of people smoked a lot of pot, and, a lot of, and the other people were straight. And they did the test. And uh, it, it was by no means scientifically big enough uh, audience to make it uh, conclusive. But the, the pot smokers beat the straight people in driving tests. <laughs> do you think that uh, uh, people should be allowed to, to drive while they're stoned? Or do you think, I think so. pot impairs I, you? I, mean, I, I really don't think it impairs you. If you're, if you're driving while uh, medicating yourself, then uh, there is a, a brief moment where your brain needs a little oxygen and that causes that dizziness oh, where you need to sit down and, and kind of take a breath. Or sure. Um, so <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it at that moment, but um, shortly thereafter, I, I wouldn't say it really uh, inhibits yeah. your your driving skills at all. Um, but well, hey, I've, I've I'm done. not a. Uh, the, the, that's our next show showing up called the Kush Hour. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Sort of lead in. Nice. Hey, you might want to talk to these guys. They, they might be interested in talking to you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I'll, I'll make a point to let them know. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, I, 
You know, I uh, I'm hoping that in the long run that uh, we're going to stop wasting our money on on trying to suppress this. That's why I'm in favor of uh, general, complete, and total uh, legalization. Not specified legalization just so an MDA can grow it and that sort of crap, but complete and absolute, complete, total deregulation on it and legalization. But um, I've had friends of mine uh, that are uh, that have told me that they think that it should just be decriminalized because if it becomes legalized, the state will be able to get really heavy-handed and and take control over the growing and selling of it uh, itself. I would say so. I mean, uh, just like uh, uh, for tobacco, I mean, you can um, grow a small amount of tobacco, I believe, for yourself, but it's very difficult to do that, so the government's able to, co to regulate it pretty well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, that's, that's actually kind of really I don't really like tobacco all that much. I, I, I hate it, but uh, I've never smoked it when I was young. My brother always told me, "Greg, don't smoke cigarettes, but go ahead and smoke pot." You know, but he's he's sorry he did that. He's a born again Christian. You need to vaporize. Now. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps so. Well, we're about ready to run uh, out of time here. Do you have any closing comments you'd like to make? Uh, everybody needs to come out to the rally on Monday uh, over in Shoreline at the City Hall, 7 p.m. Be there in support of your uh, local dispensaries. Let's uh, keep everybody open and, and alive. All right. All right. That was it. Thank you very much. Thank I you. really good pleasure having you on the show. All right. That is the Multiversal News. Thank you very much. Next week, we'll try to have a whole show for you. All right. All right. Bye-bye and have a good night.
I'm attorney Alexander Ransom. Have you been charged with a DUI or face any other criminal charges? If you're in trouble with the law, you need a trial attorney who's aggressive, experienced, and effective. Call today for a free consultation, the law offices of Alexander Ransom. I look forward to serving you and getting your criminal charges reduced or dismissed. Call today. The law offices of Alexander Ransom. Call today. Our systems will rock your world. 